What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of Bread and Circuses. I am your co-host, Caleb Salvatore. And Nicholas Kohler here as well. I just want to say to the people that have been watching us and, uh, you know, giving us comments on our Facebook and everything, uh, and even like the YouTube and stuff, like, hey, man, we really like the interactions like that for real. So Yeah, I, I we, especially we like when you guys talk shit to me. <laughs> he's like a masochist when the co- is a masochist oh, the one that enjoys causing it or is that a sadist i, I forget which sadist one. likes causing the pain a masochist likes likes feeling it okay so yeah caleb's like an emotional masochist <laughs> that's some weird <laughs> psychological shit like why are people into being hurt that's what like i don't i don't know man maybe they weren't hurt enough as as kids or something or maybe they were hurt too much too I don't much know. yeah that was what i was gonna that's say it's like some it's like some Sigmund Freud stuff, man. It's the, well, that always goes back to wanting to fuck your mother. So <laughs> when I, anything to do with Freud will always go back to wanting to have sex with your own mother. And and then for for women, it's the penis envy. Yeah, like, and for yeah, if you're a man, if it's if you're a woman, it's because you're jealous that you don't have a penis. Yeah. So what everything is explained by, I mean. I think the, even <laughs> it's funny, like psych, like people say Sigmund Freud's like kind of like the beginning of like psychology and stuff but like i'm most like doctors and stuff in psychology don't like they'll say sigmund freud's kind of like a bunch of bullshit like no if if anything so sigmund freud is to psychology what vanilla ice is to white rappers if anything he's a (laughs) setback to being considered legitimate like (laughs) (laughs) well like before sigmund freud I, i i don't remember the history of it too much but like i i remember he's like he he kind of did psychology but it was more of like astrology for psychology like it's like yes. stuff that can't be proven on the scientific basis but like he is psychoanalysis stuff is basically just him talking to people and forming his own like opinions about it but what do you mean astrology you don't think that the stars can affect your behavior <laughs> dude you know like i everyone always says like astrology is like it's obviously it's a pseudoscience you can't prove it but yeah. like I don't know, man. Maybe, like, maybe there is some truth to, like, how being born in, like, you know, certain parts of, like, your young, like, developmental phases, like, in certain times of the year might, might have, like, a little something to do with it. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I It's all, like, so I think there is, so I think it's somewhat relevant because I think, like, with the moon, I like, I think full moons definitely affect people. You know, yeah, like, like almost like animals, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we are animals and you, mm-hmm. the moon affects the tides and we're like, what, like 80% water. So like, yeah, it makes sense that the moon would affect a human being. Um, maybe but, just like in like slightly too. Like, yeah, I mean, like maybe it, may, it, it might have something to do with kind of how your personality is. Yeah. Based on like, you know, you're this age at like Christmas time, like your first Christmas yeah. or something, or like you're this month's many months old, like in the summertime, which is like. You know what I mean? Like babies, like I, I know this from raising a kid, man. Babies are like a one month difference when they're like less than mm-hmm. a year old is like a big difference. So, well, my only thing is like that, that I can see the argument for that. And I, I've seen it firsthand. People are nuts during a full moon. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's like no you're not you're just an asshole it's nothing to do with you being born in the middle of november people oh it's just because i'm a gemini no you're a piece of shit (laughs) like it's not 
It's nothing What's, to do. You, you're a cunt that was born in July. That's what you are. <laughs> do, like, do you know a lot of stuff about Australia? I know like very few things. I, I say my horoscope. I know I am a Capricorn. That is all I know. Uh, I know that, that what they say about Virgos is that they're usually like really quiet and reserved. And uh, I know that, and they're like usually really empathetic. I know that they say about Scorpios is they're usually really like intense. I know that Gemini's they usually say are like have are like like light split personality. You know, like yeah. they have like two faces. And I, I know they say Aries are really self absorbed. Yeah, and that they say that. Um, uh aries or no not air air uh leos are really self-absorbed and then aries are really like defiant like they're really like the, because my daughter is in mm. aries and they i uh, we always they all the horoscopes about aries always joke or like say that they're like the power strugglers and stuff and we always joke around about that with our kids yeah i i love <laughs> when you see someone share a, a horoscope that's just ridiculously generic and it's like <laughs> It's like I'm a Gemini. I hate being lied to. I <laughs> like money. I like just like yeah, you and everyone else on the planet. Like, I find it funny when they're they're really really specific, dude. They're like your father stole twenty dollars from you on your eighteenth birthday, and now <laughs> you've never given them, and that's the reason why you have commitment issues. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I could, best, I, I don't even know where I would go to read, but let me go, let me see what my horoscope is for today. And I'll tell you how accurate it is. Let's, let's do this here. Capricorn <laughs> horoscope. Um, this is today's the 18th that we're recording this. Let's see, here we go. Horoscope.com. This is straight from the horoscope's mouth, not horses. Haha. <laughs> um, let's see here. The fuck is this? Um, no, it doesn't even say anything. What a fucking ripoff. What the hell? Mine so I'm on astrology.com. Mine for Virgo uh, says you've been working yourself to the bone, the, to the bone, Virgo. Mm -hmm. The universe arrives with a new set of plans for you to focus on today as the sun moves forward and your opposite sign of dreamy Pisces. Uh, uh, the weeks ahead of you ahead find you investing your energy in your close personal relationships as you begin to express their needs, explore your partner's needs. Or attract new opportunities to your doorstep see like i i feel like that's one of those ones that's like really general so yeah it could apply i mean i have been working really hard but like i don't think there's a single person that doesn't think that they're working themselves to the bone you know what i mean so it's yeah like, that, that applies to everybody yeah i mean if you're doing anything you're probably unless you're just a piece of shit here, here yeah, I found, you're very self-aware if you're like nah man i ain't doing shit yeah i, I found mine <laughs> Over the last month, you've been closely tending to your resources, Capricorn. It's been important for you to ruminate over your skills and embrace a new approach to handling your finances. Today brings an important shift away from this energy as the sun moves forward into poetic Pisces. The month ahead focuses on education, communication, and addressing your mental health. Okay. See, that's something that can apply. Here, like, oh, that's something good for everybody. Yeah, what got to fuck with it? Does it isn't hard to figure out that spring quarter is coming or spring semester is coming around for every college? Like, yeah, come on, like addressing your and mental health. And they're saying about the about the the finance too. It's like this is tax season, man. Like you're exactly you your tax return. If you're if you're struggling financially, or I mean, not even struggling financially. If you're just on your shit, you probably do your taxes right away. So yeah. like most people have gotten their W-2s by now. So yeah, your tax return is probably on the way for like the 
common person that would be like checking horoscopes daily yeah exactly and that's dude there are people that are love are you think we're gonna get a third stimulus check i think so man i think uh i i thought i read that biden was already gonna sign in they were just planning on getting them sent out by the end of march or yeah like the last couple weeks into march well biden has to do other things like sign weapons deals with the south with pakistan and hell yeah so i gotta do that too man so like, yeah. i don't blame him <laughs> he did that what what was the the bill that they introduced into congress today? oh they introduced a bill saying that uh a president who's had articles of impeachment brought against him more than once cannot be buried in arlington national cemetery <laughs> just the pettiest thing that's like, hilarious dude they're like, spending we're sp- spending tax money on this because like we're paying for congress we're paying for it and it's like you know it'd be kind of funny if you didn't have record amounts of people out of work right now like you know what i mean it's it's funny i mean you know we're saying this like talking shit on it but then there's like people like my mom out there that like would literally kill trump if she had the opportunity to that are like yeah we shouldn't be spending tax money on this yeah yeah i got a i got a guy or i got a guy reported and he went viral on one of those biden or on one of those like biden voters posting their l's twitter accounts <laughs> this guy yeah. was like i think we shared it on our page too this guy was talking about like it was like an argument about gun control and someone was and i like i don't argue with people on the internet i'll fa- i'll for or put this out in the forefront um if like i'll say my point and if you come at me <laughs> I'm just going to verbally abuse you and walk away because I don't, it's a waste of my time. I don't <laughs> tell them that their care. kids aren't theirs. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell them that your children aren't yours or that you're an ugly bitch or whatever. Right. Cause it's literally, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a productive use of my time. I used to argue with people a lot on the internet. I don't fucking care anymore. Like I'll just be an asshole to you and leave it alone. So that's a sign of somebody who is maturing because you have like your own issues to deal with. Yes. I, I, I love arguing with people on the internet, but I think that's because I, I don't enjoy arguing with like the people around me. So I love doing it. Yeah. I don't like to argue that much. Like, like if someone sets themselves up to be dunked on, then sure. But 99% of their 95% of the time, you're not going to be convinced. I'm not going to be convinced. Everyone reading it has already chosen what side they're on, and they're just hoping someone's going to get the best gotcha moment. So it's a waste of my time. I don't fucking care. Like my, my favorite way to do it is like kind of like what we were me and me and Ben Webb were doing, where we were we were like having a respectable discussion and admit like, oh, I didn't taking see that. We were it was so, so fucking stupid, dude. We were talking about like wrestling, and it's like. But oh, I mean, yeah. I, I I love Ben, um, and like we, you know, we're not gonna sit there and call each other fuckface and stuff. Right. Well, no. So this guy came at me, um, because I said something about because Biden introduced something about gun control, or he asked Congress to do it. This stuttering fucking moron didn't write the shit himself. It was somebody else. But mm. he, Biden, the Biden administration asked Congress to enact an assault weapons ban, and I was like, wow, they just guaranteed they lose the House and Senate in two years or in a year. And this guy comes at me, you can't tell me why any American needs an AR-15. So I said, and you can't tell me why any American or why any grown man needs to act like a pussy bleeding little cunt. Yet here you are, bitch. And then I just ignored him. And he's a, so that spiraled into a bunch of people attacking him and arguing with him. And he somewhere along the line, someone was like, I was trying to shut the notifications off because they wouldn't stop coming. And <laughs> someone's like, you think Trump's this fascist, but you want uh, you want the government to have a monopoly on guns like you can't like 
power changes hands every two to four years, dude. Like, is it, you know, you're not going to yeah, have your I guy in office in a couple of years. I, I had this discussion with a guy because, uh, like, I mean, I, I share your sentiment when it comes to, like, guns control mm. and everything. I, I, any gun control is, like, pretty stupid mm-hmm. in my opinion. But, uh, like, I was talking with this guy who's, like, a cop in Council Bluffs, and he was telling me a story about how, like, some something crazy happened on, like, a traffic stop. And, like, he was like, yeah, I was almost worried that I would have to grab the AR from the trunk of, like, Holy a squad shit. car. But I was like, I was thinking in my head, like, dude, why does a cop need an Like, why do cops need AR-15s? Yeah. So you know, you know why? Like, There's actually a reason. Why Why is that? Do you remember? I don't remember the name of it. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, it was the Los Angeles shootout or something like that. Mm. Um, let me see here. Shootout L.A let me it's a the north hollywood shootout it was in the 90s mm-hmm. it was these two guys went and robbed a bank and the, they were already jacked like they were both like bodybuilders they met at a gym right and they're roided up and they put on like hardcore body armor and like absurd amounts like they couldn't move very fast but they went into this bank with ak's and robbed it and they just walked out and just started mowing cops down because all the cops had were handguns and shotguns and they couldn't pierce the armor. So, so they that's, started giving that's crazy. some of them started getting ARs and not all, but some of them started getting ARs in their trucks. In their that's trunks. dumb because ARs like five five six doesn't have good armor penetration. Yeah. Like so, uh, AR the like the five five six round is like designed for soft skin targets. So it's yeah. like. It, the round goes in and it tumbles around in in there but like with mm. armor it, it doesn't have a lot of stopping power so like stopping power uh, it literally like any of the i mean they'd, they'd see it like in iraq and stuff any of the insurgents that were actually had like body armor and vests and stuff like uh, i mean it takes like six seven rounds to actually bring a dude down and it's like, yeah but i mean as compared to a handgun where it's going to take a hundred like you, you would think that oh i mean <laughs> this goes to that like the the one gun control argument is like oh they meant muskets like oh just carry the cops can carry muskets man those have a lot they can penetrate armor yeah like, yeah <laughs> well so like, yeah it, that just seems kind of weird to me it's like if they're ever in an engagement like that and also like that argument could be used for people to have them and there's plenty of instances where like somebody wouldn't have died in like a home invasion or something sure that you could find where like, there's a lot have, of them yeah i mean it's yeah, like exactly you know if you get I mean, yeah, a handgun or a shotgun's great if you get the one guy, but if there's multiple home invaders and they're shooting at you, you're going to need more than 10 rounds, you know, mm-hmm. even if they're and armed mostly with cause, Mostly because when you are, you know, you got a lot of adrenaline going, you tend to just miss a lot of rounds. Like, yeah, that's what people think. They're like, oh, if you need more than five rounds, I'm like, dude, have you, you've never been in a situation where you've had to shoot at something like yeah exactly yeah it, people these are the same people that say oh why don't the cops just shoot him in the leg let's shit like that right like i, I knew someone that was an atf or it was a friend a relative of a friend was an atf agent so I, I hate this guy but i'm i'm giving him the benefit of the doubt here um he got in he was undercover and got in a shootout in the same vehicle as the guy he was undercover on same fucking car he was in the passenger seat guy was in the driver's seat it was like both of them reloaded once and only one round hit 
each of them. Like where yeah. one guy got hit twice and it was, it was like over 40, 50 rounds and only one or two. And that's from right next to each other. If you're in a shootout, you need more than five rounds. These are the fucking idiots. These idiots shouldn't have any say on any type of policy out there. Like there's no, they, they, if you have no idea what you're talking about, just shut the fuck up. It's okay. You don't have to have an opinion on everything, but you're yeah. going to need, uh, unless you're hunting, you're going to need more than five rounds in a home defense situation. You're probably going to need more than 10. Like, that's just how it works. I, I had a friend uh, in Omaha that was a pretty uh, vocal anti-gun person. And then Everyone's anti-gun until they get robbed. And, well, they didn't get robbed, but they literally had like a, um, uh, like a, you know, mental asylum patient type guy, like break into their house. While they were and there? After, yeah, while they were there at nighttime, like they, he was running from the police. And it's like, yeah, so after that, you know, I don't see her too much. Talk Holy about. shit. Yeah, I, I, don't, no. I don't see him talk too much about. Uh, he probably bought one or two or 10. <laughs> maybe, I, I mean, dude, I, if they did like good on them, like, you know what I mean? They, I mean, they like they if you got a family and everything like that, I mean, it just I don't know. It makes me sleep better. No. yeah for sure you know it's like and you got a kid so obviously to have it under lock or, or under lock and key and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i mean i yeah it doesn't it, it definitely there's something about knowing that your safety is in your own hands mm-hmm. and not the police's hands not the deadbolt on your door knowing that you directly can neutralize a threat that's come to hurt you and your family, especially if you're. It doesn't even need to be a. It doesn't even need to be a person, man. It could literally yeah. like escape dogs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a rabid animal. Like you could. We we've done it before, where we've killed. I've killed rabid animals in our front yard. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. yeah, maybe I'm not in danger, but my dog. You know, my cats and the dog that live. Oh yeah, outside. you grew up in the country. I forgot. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like so. Oh, no, I mean I. I've been attacked by a dog. I carry a handgun on my walks when I take my dog um, because because there was a pit bull that attacked some dog at a dog park and almost killed it. Here's my thing. My dog's old. She's not going to want a fight against a pit bull. If your dog jumps, (laughs) if your dog gets off the leash and attacks my dog, jumps the fence and attacks my dog, I'm going to kill your dog in front of you. I'm going to scar you for life, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to go to jail because Nebraska has laws to protect ranchers so that say if your animal's in danger, you can kill someone or something to protect it. And I live in Texas, man. Like Texas yeah, nobody is like, cares. Yeah. Texas is like <laughs> the epitome of they do that. Somebody could be threatening your fucking rocks in your front yard, and you could. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's like except you at least snow. have something to steal. At least you have got, something to stand. Oh my god, you guys dude, we can't gotta shoot talk the about snow, this. bro. We gotta <laughs> Did you talk lose about power? this. Uh, no, so I I guess El, El Paso's power grid is separate from a lot of East Texas. Yeah. Um. So we're we're fine. We never really had any blackouts or anything, but I mean, oh, nice. we got, do we got like five inches of snow, which is a lot for El Paso. Doesn't like, Texas get snow every year though, but just uh, not that every, much. every once in a while we'll get like a half inch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's nothing too crazy. So, but five inches is like a lot for El Paso. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's if, honestly, that's a lot here. Like, I was, I was worried about it sticking to the ground because El Paso, the city of El Paso literally has no snow removal services for the city. Yeah at all they would have had to probably get snow removal trucks from rio doso new mexico which is like an hour and a half two hours away yeah yeah dude like we would have been kind of fucked plus like the houses here just aren't built for snow you know what i mean we're in a fucking desert like yeah. that 
gets up to 100. The worst thing we're worried about is it getting up to 115 in a day and like that killing power. Like, yeah. Um, I, you know, who I felt really bad for in our area was just across the border, man. There's a, there's, um, uh, like a, you know, like Juarez is right by here in El Paso, but then there's like a little tiny like town outside of Juarez on, mm-hmm. on the highway. And this is like, dude, like people live in fucking sh- like shacks type shit. Sure. Like it's bad there. Those people got snowed on too, man. Like they don't even have like windows and Holy walls. Shit. Yeah. They live under like, well, they're, dude, they're fucking sucking, man. Like I feel bad for those guys. Like I, uh, I mean, there was like, there were roving blackouts here too. Like we had it bad mm-hmm. too. Um, but I, we don't have as much of an excuse as you guys do. I'm like, dude, like, yeah, I get it. It was cold. You guys it was got, a little bit worse than it normally is. You guys got hit is. by way more snow and way colder temperatures. Though. Like, dude, we negative did, 20 for our, Omaha is fucking ridiculous. No, it like, is. <laughs> but our grid should be prepared for that. Like, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't be picking. Yeah, I think because we're in the Midwest, we should be prepared because we do get some really cold days every year. It's just, but yeah. I, uh, so, isn't it really you, you'd have to i'd have to ask somebody who's like lives in canada or something where like negative 20 is like minnesota re, yeah something like that is regular for their winter yeah, like Alaska. how expensive how expensive is it to maintain a power grid that can withstand that kind of temperature you know what i mean well like, part part of the issue here is you have two power companies you have oppd for the omaha metro and nppd for lincoln and everywhere else pretty what, much what as in black hills energy and black know? hills black hills uh they do fuck what do they do they do like papillion right and yeah it's, it's like did, yeah they do yeah oh yeah papillion and ralston are black hills energy it's a really mm-hmm. small um but so these companies are public entities there but the state government has no oversight on how they spend their money they have no right to audit them nothing so these companies get a blank check and they can do what they want with it so you had it came out uh last year nppd bought a private jet for 10 million dollars and was flying it all over the place why does a power company need a private jet like isn't yeah, that counterproductive exactly. if anything an energy company they so don't need like, anything. That was, why are they? They're a, a power company in Nebraska. Yeah, um, you got. They use the excuse that they needed it to fly to their meetings. Oh, really? I'm yeah. like, really? You got like, <laughs> why are? First off, why are power company meetings not held over fucking Zoom? I don't feel it's something that needs to be done in person. If you're all about conserving energy, why even drive? You know, <laughs> like. Do it from your computer at home. This is this is the owning the the libertarian tarred guys. The, <laughs> but well, I mean, El Paso's power is entirely a like a public utility. So like is Nebraska, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not it's not. There's no private companies that do. It's just the El Paso power company. Yeah, like it's it's an entire like public entity. Like yeah. So I. Which means I th- I'm pretty sure that what they their budget or like what they spend it on is directed by like their city council and stuff. Yeah. Well, fortunately, because they were just picking whose power was going to get shut off every couple hours and then just turn it back on. Fortunately, we live between 108th and 120th Street, which is all on the same grid. So does the mayor. So there was zero chance we were losing any power. <laughs> 
and I was like, shitty man. And like, yeah. the fucking, of course, Gene Stothard's yeah, not gonna fucking exactly take take her fucking her couple mansion. hours of no power. Honestly, yeah. her neighborhood probably sucks up more power than anyone else in the city. But Mia was like, she's probably she's got like, an Alexa in every one of her bathrooms. That's <laughs> well, constantly running. Mia was like, do you think we're gonna lose power? I'm like, no, we're on the same power block as the mayor. Like, if we lose power, I'm gonna go buy a fucking lottery ticket. Like, there's. We're not losing power. I guarantee it. Every Dude. other block in this city will lose power before we do. <laughs> That's so crazy, dude. Omaha seriously is like, if if you want to find like modern examples of like local government corruption, like a fucking cowboy movie, dude, like literally just go look at Omaha over the last like 50 years. Pretty much over the entire existence of Omaha. I, I, I feel like, like every city has its sleeping dogs. Well, have we talked about it on the show before about Omaha's history? No, we haven't. We're we like, so we had this mayor. His name was a cowboy Jim Dalman. He was a fugitive fleeing murder charges in Texas. He was elected to 10 consecutive terms as mayor. Yeah, he basically ran the city like some kind of uh, old Fucking western mob movie boss. where the, yeah, where the governor like is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he ran it like <laughs> a like, casino. He would literally like pay people to go kill his political dissidents. And yeah, stuff. Like, it was. Uh, Oh, uh, what was it? It was the political boss system. What was his the boss's name? Um, let me see here. Uh, shit, because you had Cowboy Jim Dalman, and then you had Tom Dennison. So there was actually. So yeah. here's the thing: in uh, when Cowboy Jim Dalman lost his race, um, this Tom Dennison guy invoked this is a like race riot. Yeah, 1919. This is, yeah. So at yeah, this one, is like 150 the, years ago. In the early 1900s, there were more, or in 1919 when this happened, there were actually more black people in Omaha than any other city in the country, uh, density or population density-wise. So this guy, Tom, or Jim Dalman, lost his election, and uh, this Tom Dennison guy goes out and stages a fuck like inv incites a race riot because somebody got lynched and he just blew it up all over took the riot to city count to city hall i mean it was insane like the it was fucking let me i got the wikipedia which we know is the all-knowing source it says by 5 p.m a mob of 5,050 or between 5 and 15,000 people had, had crowded into the street on the south side of the douglas county courthouse they began to assault police officers pushing one through a glass window and attacking two others who wielded clubs of the mob. They deployed, yeah, keep, deployed keep fire in mind hoses. What, what year was that? Did you say it was 1911? 1919. 1919. Crowd took guns, badges, and hats from cops. <laughs> That's hilarious. They took their hats. <laughs> they were probably like wearing their hats in the fucking <laughs> crowd and stuff. So here's what it says. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, this is the background. Three weeks before the riot, federal investigators had noted that a clash was imminent owning or owing to the ill feeling between white and black workers in the stockyards. A number of African-Americans doubled during the decade as they were recruited to work in the meatpacking industry. Yeah, in that's so something you should know about Omaha history is that the entire city, like in its early days, was entirely basically based around the rail system because yep. Omaha was the center of the Transatlantic Railroad. So like you and then also all the cattle drives basically all the cattle from like the ranches here oklahoma texas and stuff went up to omaha and then all the beef got shipped out over to the rest of the, world, uh, the country yep so so it says little, little fun fact there number of african-americans yeah, doubled 
it, it doubled in Omaha during the decade as they were recruited to work in meatpacking plants. In 1910, Omaha had the third largest black population. Um, let's see, following reconstruction. I didn't know that about the black population, though, mm-hmm. man. That's pretty cool. More than doubled. As far as per capita, we were number one, though, because it more than doubled to over 10,000, second only to Los Angeles. Um, but we had but we had the third in the entire country, just like raw number, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, that's the, cool, man. Post-reconstruction, yeah. The major meatpacking mm-hmm. plants hired blacks as strike breakers in 1917. South Omaha's working-class whites showed great hostility toward black strike breakers. By this time, the ethnic Irish, the largest and earliest group of immigrants, had established their power base in the city. Several years later, following the death of an Irish policeman, ethnic Irish had led a mob in an attack on Greek town, driving the Greek community from Omaha. Um, all 12 of them. <laughs> There aren't a lot of Greeks here, though. There really aren't in Omaha. So the city's criminal establishment, led by Tom Dennison and teamed with the Omaha Businessmen's Association, created a formidable challenge for the moralistic administration of the first-term reform mayor, Edward Parson Smith, with little support from the city council or the labor union. Smith warily worked through his reform agenda. Um, Following strikes... Uh, Throughout the previous year, two detectives in the OPD moral squad shot and killed an African-American bellhop on September 11th. What a great day. Mm. Sensation September 11th. That's that's crazy that this is like literally just a a couple of hairs. This is 100 uh, years ago. More than 100 years ago. This this is a person or two ago, like a person and a half ago. Like sensationalized local media reports the alleged rape of 19-year-old Agnes Lobeck on September 25th, 1919, triggered the violence associated with Will Brown's lynching. The following day, police arrested 41-year-old Will Brown as a suspect. Lobeck identified Brown as her rapist. However, during questioning, Brown stated that Lobeck did not make positive identification, which Lobeck later refuted. There was an unsuccessful attempt to lynch Brown on the day of his arrest. The Omaha Bee, which published a series of sensational articles about many incidents of black crimes, publicized the incident as one of a series of attacks on white women by black men, a political machine opposed to the newly elected reform administration of Mayor Smith. It highlighted the alleged incidents of black criminality to embarrass the new administration. So, yeah, I mean, this Denison guy pulled strings in the media to sensationalize this and just started huge tensions between, you know, the Irish and the black people. And it just turned into a fucking riot. So this guy, this dude started a riot because it kind of like Trump. Like on, think, on a smaller scale. I think what's what's important about that is like people shouldn't think that that kind of stuff doesn't happen now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's not some crazy fucking dude who's like pulling the strings at like the New York Times or some sure. shit. You know what I so mean? So sensation. No, yeah. it's it's media sensationalism that leads to violence. Like it happens all the time now. CNN. I you know you know who I actually war. think. You know who I think is a big contributor to that is, is I'm gonna sound like Trump, but like literally to the Chinese government. Oh, huge! Like a, a lot of the huge national news, even like Fox, like ABC, all their parent companies that all own those, mm-hmm. have really huge financial backers from uh, Chinese companies. Which you know, Chinese companies are the Chinese government because the Chinese government owns those companies. Yeah. So it's like they can't financially afford to not run like these crazy propaganda pieces that I think they get told to run by yeah. like some, you know, Chinese companies are probably like, Hey, if you don't run these, these stories, we're not going to support you. And they're just like, well, they, they've literally like found the, the kryptonite of like America. It's yeah. like, 
money and, and money? they like use it against oh, us yeah, yeah no shit i could have told you that no um yeah like on the the capital riot thing like i really wish people would stop being like, so extreme about it like yeah it was bad but like to see people compare it to 9-11 and to see like schwarzenegger schwarzenegger come out and say it remind it was no better it was just as bad as crystal knocked i'm like dude fucking listen to yourself you're comparing it to the holocaust like yeah someone literally just you had a sensationalist yeah you had a cop get hit in the head he had a brain aneurysm and died that's terrible i don't disagree with you some lady got shot in the face terrible don't disagree some but guy to compare chased it, himself in the balls till he died <laughs> that's kind of funny that's, that's not terrible that's, that's pretty hilarious. funny <laughs> but to compare it to the the day that the, the nazis went around and torched synagogues and ripped jewish people from their homes give me a fucking break that's why i can't take people like that seriously like the second you compare anything to 9-11 or the holocaust i'm gonna laugh at you it's just like the what is it pose law about the hitler yeah, or you if you if you equate anything and if in an argument something is equated to either Hitler or the Nazi party, they've like lost the, the argument because it's like they yeah they're just being dumb. What do you speaking of which? What do you think of the Gina Carano chick from uh, Mandalorian? Oh yeah, dude. Oh man, I have pretty strong opinions on this because it's like, dude, she didn't even say anything that was like no, that. Crazy. It wasn't. She, it oh, wasn't she literally. That- all she literally did was explain what Kristallnacht was, which was yeah. literally the government, the Nazi government riling up the German people enough yeah. to where they basically did a riot. And like, it's well, and she said that being a conservative in 2021 is like being a Jew in, in the 40s in Germany, which, OK, a little extreme of a comparison, but well, it's not it, much worse than Schwarzenegger comparing the capital shit to Kristallnacht. I, I like, think that she should have she should have said more of like being in the 30s because yeah the germans didn't actually start rounding up the jewish people and until like, the 40s the camps right. until the 40s right in no. the 30s they literally just like they had to wear the bands and like i mean they were still being persecuted but like yeah. they weren't being yeah. sent to death camps like republicans aren't being fucking sent into death camps no. No. but i mean yeah like or even just i'm not even gonna say republicans because that's dumb but like i think it's conservative like people with conservative opinions by like the, the mob media but like the thing is though is like the mob media for one is the entire world populate like everybody's mm-hmm. on twitter mm-hmm. fucking the uk is on twitter like you know what i mean like unfortunately i mean you, you go into like these crazy like a lot of the stuff that people cite is like the crazy racist stuff on the internet a lot of that shit's being done by people in fucking brazil and like south america yeah. and stuff yeah. man i you see that all the time on facebook is like you see some dude posting some stinky shit like against like george floyd or something you know like and then you go and look at the guy's profile and it's like he's from Sao Paul fucking, you know, Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's it's some it's people in like South. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah. like was what she said a little over the top, sure. But a little but, bit, but yeah, it's, I don't think she if that it's it. not anti-fucking Semitic. If that's no. anti-Semitic, then so is calling Trump Hitler for the last four years. Like, you know, we toppled a dictator. Trump was like Hitler. Oh, you should have just told the Jewish people to get out and vote then. Like, 
You know, like, yeah, why, why, why did why did why did we fight World War II? The Jews just could have got gotten out and voted. Like, I fuck. guess yeah, I guess we lost World War II because he's you know came back sixty years later and <laughs> became back. our president. We he's literally back. took that L, dude. We lost. It's, it's then, Hitler. It's World War II too. It was a lot more peaceful of an ending. We just had to vote Hitler out this time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's over the top, like. There was something else she didn't put her pronouns in her bio. So what does everyone that doesn't put their pronouns in their bio deserve to be fired now? Like, (laughs) fuck you. My pronouns are go fuck slash yourself. Like, it's it's ridiculous. These are these are the same the white people that get mad if you don't say Latinx. Mm -hmm. Now they're saying Philippine X. I saw the other day. They probably I probably don't spell it with the F, though. You know no, what I mean? No. Like, no, Filipino like that shit. is. Yeah, yeah Fili- Filipino like that is supposed to be with an F. Because like, everyone that says Latinx is whiter than me. Like, mm-hmm. I saw, like, I saw someone the other day saying Italian X. I'm like, now hold up, I get a say in this one. There's no, well, there's no <laughs> uh, uh, gentrification of of that in the, uh, in the American you're dis- version. Yeah, if you're describing someone in Italian as Italian, it'd be Italiano or Italiana. Yeah, but I'm like, it's hold a up, romance language. But like, when you're like, when you're like saying it in English, though, you don't, no. you don't say Italiano, you just say Italian. Yeah, no, they're saying Italian X. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> hold on now. I get a say in this one, motherfuckers, and you're not gonna win. You know what I think <laughs> it, the, la- the Latinx thing is? We prefer WAP, Guinea, or Dago, not Italian X. Get that shit out of here. Those I, are all I, acceptable. What, what I think the Latinx thing is, is I think it's not actually people saying it. Because I'm, I, you know, who the only people I hear say it that are people on YouTube, which are basically personified companies. Yeah. They're, they're just personified brands yeah. on YouTube. That's all they are. And uh, companies on social media. And then when companies post that on social media, they immediately get a ton of people on there uh, mostly latinos and yeah. going on there and telling them that they're fucking stupid for trying to whitewash their language and their yeah. terms you know what i mean I, like it's I literally a, whitewashing i had a tweet get a bunch of shares a couple months ago that said i used the word latinx in front of my girlfriend's mexican mother and she just asked me not to see her daughter anymore <laughs> <laughs> it's like dude if you if you want to talk about like educating yourself and stuff like just learn that in the spanish language uh, it's uh latino for a mixed group yeah genders or male and then latina which is just like like, i mean how hard is that to learn english is the same way if you got a group of two guys and 10 girls you say guys come here you don't say girls come here if you got a group of 10 girls no guys it's girls come here group of 10 guys Mm -hmm. 10 guys guys come here but if there's one male it becomes the dominant and that's i think that's what a lot of people hate is because it's a patriarchal language I, I think that's I think that's what a lot of it boils down to is you've got a male dominant language in Spanish and sure. Italian. Try, and stuff try like to that. Fi- try to fix that instead of trying to get more women into trade jobs, dude. Like that's where you should focus here. You know what I mean? That's it's right. like it's yep. a little Let's, it's instead of ending the war on it's just like instead of ending the war on drugs or defunding private prisons, we remove the Aunt Jemima logo. Like it will uh, you know, I, I, I think I'm glad that they did that. Like I honestly I am because it's like the Aunt Jemima thing and the what was the other one? The Zather, the Uncle Ben's, like rice. Like those there are. There was like, that, and then there was a, a there was a Native American one. I don't he, remember. He had Melinda Lakes. Like those are literally yeah. like racist, like, racist caricatures of somebody. Like imagine if, I, I like the Aunt I, Jemima family's pretty it. pissed about it though. <laughs> it's because they're not getting the royalties. Yeah, exactly right. But like, I mean. <laughs> Some... 
it's i i think it's just companies sh- just shouldn't rely on that kind of stuff for making money you know what i mean yeah. it's like it was, was like land you, of lakes racist though or was it just a girl like an indian it was, girl i mean it was an indian girl but it's like you get that a picture you know you get like a thing of like an indian girl looking like that and that's what everybody thinks every native american is you know what i mean like, yeah I don't know. It's just dumb. Like they, uh, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm not angry that they got rid of it, and I think they probably should have got rid of it a long time ago. It's like, yeah. it's, it's like, why, why are you like defending, dude? It's like the shitty food company that's literally like profiting off of like, it, it's just like a shitty food company that's just profiting off of like the image of like a, a group of people. Like it's not yeah. like they're giving part of their profits to like Native American tribes. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. It, it's not like it's a company ran by Native American people. It's a bunch of fucking white people in business suits making 10 billion dollars a year you know what i mean like right they don't yeah it's like you shouldn't i don't, I don't know why people are like defending these fucking companies it's like they, they should have got rid of that shit a long time ago no yeah i mean i, I don't, don't, I don't that's my opinion did you it. see the? did you see the facebook post some guy was like she lives on in my house and he was filling up an old <laughs> bottle of aunt jemima with with a new bottle of aunt jemima <laughs> yeah they, the aunt jemima thing is literally like a house slave like caricature you know what i mean yeah it's like no it definitely was yeah it's like you i i don't know if the miss did they get rid of it for mrs buttersworth too i always thought mrs buttersworth was a white lady on that on yeah mrs bottle. buttersworth was a white lady yeah. yeah did they get did they get rid of her though did they say that's sexist to have a bottle be shaped like a lady like no i don't think so <laughs> but honestly man like you want to talk about racist stereotypes so is chef boy rd mm-hmm. i ain't yeah. bitching about it I, like i, don't I well, here's my thing is like here's my thing is like um i don't know nobody ever associated chef boy rd with being a dumb stupid house slave you know what i mean you know, just a fat italian guy yeah like, but that that's the thing is the fat italians all they're good for is cooking or being a mobster like that's that's kind of the old <laughs> stereotype like um there were like italians like my grandma was an italian first generation italian in the u.s and she she'll tell you like in the 30s and 40s she'll tell you like we weren't treated she straight up says we weren't treated worse than black people but we weren't treated much better mm-hmm. like yeah i mean i know that public types of, yeah i can say that for for germans people man they literally uh the german americans got fucking uh, uh basically the arab treatment and then Instead of uh, everyone, that was kind of because of the whole genocide thing. Uh, no, it even st- it started in World War One, man. And like, oh, really? The Prussian government was like the Prussians weren't uh, evil. They, it was literally just two warring nations. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, they they literally got fucking bullied out of everything that made German Americans like uh, their own, you know like their own mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's why you don't ever see German Americans like the largest ethno ethnic group in the United States. They don't. None of them speak German. Like, they yeah. don't know to, you know, they're not. They're entirely Americanized, basically. Like, so it's like I don't know, man. I, I like. I think the people that are critics of like them getting rid of Aunt Jemima, right? And then they they would tell you like, well, if you're bothered by the Chef Boyardee thing, you should bring it up. You should mm-hmm. get Chef Boyardee to get rid of the but like get rid of those pictures you know what i mean yeah or get rid of those well, depictions but it's like i think the ship where it is i really that like don't a, care honestly is it actually <laughs> like is it actually like the guy you know what i mean it might be i mean aunt jemima was a real person yeah too, I, so. I don't know if to, to me it's just like it's like an, a matter of like empathy it's like dude like yeah you might not care about the ship rd thing but like there was actually a lot of people that like had problems with like uncle ben or like you know those sure. things being like these coon images well, being we, sold mass marketed to people we went I mean? we went to a, a 
diner here in town and i'm not gonna say the name of it because i don't want a bunch of fucking retards to go harass them because i really mm. don't care but we were sitting there and we were looking through the menu and there was an item on the menu called the conquistador omelet <laughs> and my girlfriend you know she's mexican and but she's native american and she was looking at it i'm like you know who the conquistadors were right like you know what they did she's like oh, yeah, yeah they were bad i'm like that would be the equivalent of like if like because like my jewish friend i'm like i brought him up i'll be like that would like be the equivalent if we brought jordan in here and they had an ss omelet <laughs> like that like literally like the conquistadors <laughs> were brutal i'm like the fact that that's the on the menu really bad yeah and then she just kind of like shrugged it off she's like actually it kind of looks good like she like there's just different types of people like not everyone gets offended by everything you know so you, it's you like, know you know what's even more fucked up than that it's down here in el paso there's literally conquistador statues like there's a big oh, statue yeah. of a conquistador in front of the airport here and yeah. like everybody here is like like mexican and then there's a lot of people that are like mexican but like native type mix like the brown there's a, that's a lot of how I mean. like a lot of mexican people not all but a lot of latino people were born because the conquistadors came and raped the native american women like that's mm -hmm. like a lot of that's uh, what that, that fucking shitty joke from <laughs> it's always sunny in philadelphia where they're like no no the aztecs were became the mexicans it's like the the spaniards came and banged the aztecs and turned them into mexicans yeah no, no that's literally what happened though like yeah yeah that is kind of what happened yeah yeah so no, yeah the spanish the spanish were pretty brutal man there's an immortal technique like, song about it <laughs> it's like it's like I, I don't know man like can, can like yes you know, it might seem a little ridiculous for like people to have problems, like for somebody that it like, you know, doesn't affect, but it's like, can you really blame people for like not liking that shit when it's like, if, if you're like a, a Mexican person and you get like, you're annoyed by seeing conquistador shit, it's like, that's, li that's literally like, uh, it's like basically like a, somebody celebrating like people that I, fucked you up. You know, yeah, fucked your people I, up, you know I, I, mean? I don't have as much of a problem with that because I can understand like why Native American people were upset about the Redskins name, for instance, because that's yeah, basically exactly. that'd be like if they were the Washington N words, like it's the same. Yeah, thing. they're like the Washington um, Coons. My, my issue is more so with corporate wokeism and these woke yes. white people that pretend to be upset about these things they didn't know existed three weeks ago. That's same, where my issue comes. I'm like, this is virtue signaling for you this is an attempt to to play god to minorities and to try to get power that's yeah, what for, that is for me the regular person that's on twitter is a person still you know what i mean but like right. the official wendy's page is some fucking corporate entity right. that's that's just trying to make money it's like dude anything anytime they say some shit like that like it goes back to Latinx thing. Like they don't really yeah. care about that no. shit. They're just trying to make it's, money off of you. It's and like not try to get canceled. Dave, Dave Smith had a great point about it. I think he was on Rogan. It was about how, you know, these companies like they have no problem endorsing the corporate wokeism. They they won't they don't want like a Bernie Sanders type woke that's gonna start taxing them and hit them in the pocketbook. That but I mean, by all means, they'll send their employees to diversity training. You know, they'll add, mm -hmm. they'll they'll take down the Native American logo and, and replace it with a lion. That doesn't hurt them at all. You know, you know, that, you know what the best example of it is, is um a really good example of this last year. Uh, and, the, you know, Blizzard Activision is yeah. a company that yeah. makes uh, like a lot of big games. Right. Yeah. Uh, they got into well, they got into beef because they were trying to silence people on their platforms and stuff. 
um, for calling out against the Hong Kong stuff, right? Yeah. The Chinese. So China, yeah, them like, in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, and the, but the thing is, is like the Chinese government, uh, like they've invested a lot of money into Blizzard, right? So, mm. But there's literally a statue in front of the Blizzard headquarters in California of that Mal. says, "No, it's literally <laughs> says on there we like we something. It's like the like seven tenets of like Blizzard or some shit. It yeah. was some bullshit because like one of them is like we don't silence the voices of people or some shit." like that tell and, it and like, our money yeah literally unless it's unless it's the chinese back like our chinese government investments that are like yeah. gonna pull the plug on it and so it's it's all it's corporate greed that that's all it is that's all it's yeah. ever been you know i guess disney really just wanted to silence a woman of color D- disney so. doesn't well, disney doesn't want to lose out on those chinese markets man it's literally the biggest growing market in the world that's why every company now like basically bends the knee to the chinese government like they do for now that i don't think china will last I, I really don't but that's a discussion for another time we've already done an hour i've still got to eat so yes. i've got to make pizza because that's what my people that's all we're good for <laughs> my people hey man you gotta you gotta re- represent that that polish side too so you gotta put some like sausages Fucking on there hate some... polish polish sausage is disgusting <laughs> it's a, no thank you i like polish dog sauerkraut yeah, none of that shit no oh no sauerkraut's <laughs> german but yeah polish sausage polish sausage jesus i can't even get it out um yeah no i'm, I'm good <laughs> i think i have some french in me uh, french fries are cool so <laughs> okay my air fryer right, i have an air fryer and i'm on clubhouse i am so much better than all of you guys that air fryer superiority I mean, air fryer that. and glass tupperware all right we gotta get going peace <laughs> out everybody fuckers. thank you